When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for a new episode of TMG. Hi, everybody. Welcome to TMG. I'm your host, Travis Patton Sr. I enjoy discovering and sharing real-life moments of inspiration from everyday people. And this show is about finding moments of inspiration for our everyday lives. And look, and if you're going to tell me something then tell me something good. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of TMG. I'm your host, Travis Patton Sr. Guys, that's tell me something good with the capital T. And I'm so glad, so happy, and as you can see, I'm excited to be here today. Thank you, everybody, for joining in today. Before we get started, guys, you know how we like to do it. I give a huge shout out to my biggest supporter, my biggest and greatest fan, my lovely wife, Nicole. Hey, Nicole, girl, that's your shout out. Everybody around the world knows your name. Guys, oh man, I'm excited to do today's show. I always am. So let, let me let me go ahead and get started with this. Guys, listen, you know how we do it. Don't forget to visit our YouTube page. That's Tell Me Something Good with the capital T. And guys, listen, if it is 6 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Mountain, you know TMG is streaming right now. Guys, I say this every time. Been saying it for three years. In a very short time, TMG has taken off. And it's being heard in places all around the globe, like Australia, Trinidad, New Zealand, Canada, just to name a few. Now, maybe you say, Travis, man, I have been down with TMG since day one. And I'm still down. Listen, I'm so glad that you're here. Maybe 
you're listening while you're watching it, uh, watching it at home or at work or wherever you may be. Maybe you're driving in the car and you say, like, this is the very first time I'm listening to the show. Now, if this is your first time tuning in to TMG, tell me something good. I'm so glad that you decided to join the show today. I really am. Thank you, everybody, for being here. I see you popping up in chat. I can see you. Thank you. Thank you for popping in, everybody. I appreciate you. Guys, really quick, listen. I'll do something a little different. Everyone knows that this show, TMG, is all about finding moments of inspiration with everyday people. Yeah, yeah. Like both you and me. You and me. So if you have an inspiring story you would like to share with our audience and you would like to come on the show as a special guest, please, please email me at tellmesomething21 at gmail.com. It's right there on your screen. That is tellmesomething21 at gmail.com. And that's T-E-L-L-M-E-S-U-M-T-H-I-N-21 at gmail.com. Uh, what are you saying, uh, Travis? Are you running out of things to talk about? Nope. Uh, are you running out of special guests? Nope. I just want to hear from you. So if you got something inspiring you'd like to share with everyone and you'd like to be on the show, email us right there on your screen. Tell me something, 21 at gmail.com. Guys, let's get started. I'm excited. Uh, if you have not caught it, and if you did not catch um, the topic for today, today's topic, guys, that I'm so excited about to get into is let the him out. Yeah, I know you have no idea where I'm going with that one. Let the him out and, and I'll dive into what I mean by that as we get into it. So, you know, I'm five foot five, probably on my very good day, and my wife probably the first person to disagree with my height assessment. And that's cool. I'm taller than she is, so that's cool. So that's no word, that's secret, right? I think I've told you guys before. I think I've gone down that road before about my height. So uh, that's no secret there. So it's no secret. I've always been a short person. And I'm cool with that. It doesn't bother me, man. Uh, I'm five and five probably on my best day. Right? right? My best day. And I'm cool with it. I really am. And it doesn't bother me as much as it did when I was a kid growing up. You know, I saw everybody else getting tall, and I wanted to be the one tall, too. Uh, so it never bothered me when I was a kid growing up. I'm I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure if there was a short joke around at the time, I've probably been called it. Shrimp, you know, whatever it is. I've probably been called it. Uh, I was even bullied because of my height. But none of those things bother me. I'm past those things. They don't bother me anymore. So if you've been bullied for your height, uh, uh, for anything, you can get over it. Trust me. You, you can get past it. So I'm past those things. It doesn't bother me. But think about this. But of all the things that remain with me, growing up wasn't the short joke. Yep, 
didn't stick with me. Of all the things that remain with me, they aren't the short jokes. It wasn't the teasing or the bullying. It was my clothes. Yep, 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 yep. That's it. Of all the things that remain with me, and you would have thought it was of some of those things, but no, it was my clothes. That's right, my clothes. You you see, um, my grandmother, my grandmother, man, my grandmother Ella Jemison, my grandmother, God bless her soul, right? God bless her. Uh, she would buy. Uh, all my pants too long for me. Now I'm already short. So she would buy all of my pants too long for me. And at the time, for the life of me, I couldn't understand why, why she would do something as odd as that. That just appeared to be, to me, to be the most odd thing to do. Why in the world would you buy all of my pants too long for me? You know I'm already vertically challenged, ma'am. Everything she bought was too long for me for the life of me. I couldn't understand why she would do something as odd as, as that, right? Like, why would you not just buy my exact size that I needed? None of it made any sense to me until uh, it had to be uh, uh, around the age of 12 when I asked her. Yeah, it took me that long just to work up the nerve to ask her because back then, uh, I'm kind of, my grandmother was kind of old school. Certain things you just didn't ask. <laughs> so it took me that long to work up the nerve to just ask her. And I remember it. I, I, I clearly remember it, man. I, like it was yesterday. Uh, I I would get a few good wears of the pants, and my grand, grandmother would have to hem them up at the bottom. Yeah, she would have to hem them up at the bottom. Now, now, for the sake of anyone that's listening uh, out there that may not be familiar with what hemming is, it is when you either shorten or lengthen a pair of pants. And that little finished edge on the pants is called the hem. It's the hemline. Let, let me show you what I mean. See, here's a picture of a person got needle and thread, and that's the pair of pants, and, and they are hemming this pair of pants. They're shortening this pair of pants. They're shortening the pair of pants, so they're putting a hem in it. So it's when you either shorten or lengthen a pair of pants, and that little finished edge, it looks real nice and neat. That little finished edge is called the hem. And the pants are usually hemmed to the person's unique height. That makes sense, right? So you would hem the pants according to how tall or how short an individual an individual is, and so that's what uh, that's what hemming means. That's when you it's the process of kind of either hemming, making it longer or shorter. So I would wear the pants for a while, and then she would hem them. This went on for as long, and I mean this went on for as long 
as I can remember until I finally, remember I told you, I finally worked up the nerves. I finally worked up the nerves to ask her about this. So it went on for a long time. I remember I finally asked, why not just buy my pants at the length you already need? Yeah, I said that, but I was prepared to run just in case. <laughs> just joking. Just kidding. Uh, why not just buy my pants at the length you already need? You, you, you understand? So you won't have to do so much work. And I remember she was sewing, and she didn't even look up at me. She didn't even look up. She didn't even look up. She, she stopped what she was doing. She said, you won't always stay the same height. Well, there. Uh, that was revelation to me. Uh, she said, you won't always stay the same height. Well, that was my revelation moment at the time. And so I remember watching her sew this hem, just like this picture here. I remember watching her sew this hem in my pants. And it, it, I think it was a pair of blue pants. It was a pair of blue pants. And I remember watching her take the time to sew the hem in my pants. And and it wasn't just my pants she would sew him in. And, you know, uh, my sister, my cousin lived with us. So, and, and everybody's taller than me. So she would take the time to sew the hem in all of our pants. And because we had different heights, because we were individuals, our hem, our hem line was different. Yeah, for for me, she had to use more thread because I was shorter. And so my hem line had to be more. And for my sisters, it didn't need much thread. It didn't need much because they were taller than me. So this taught me something that everybody's hemline is different yeah everybody's hemline is different some need a little more and some need less but all of our hemlines are different just because one person needs more taken in than another doesn't make one individual more or less just because one person may need a little more of something. They made a little more attention. They made a little more of something of this or that, whatever it is, just because they need a little more doesn't make anyone else any better than them. They just may need a little more in their hemline just because they may need a little more affection and thoughtfulness doesn't mean that they are a bad person. It doesn't take away from who they are just because you need a little bit more in your hymn line. I, I, I'm not, not going to go there. I'm going to go. I'm going somewhere else. I'm going somewhere else. I just wanted to drop that in. That just because someone needs a little bit more doesn't make anyone a little better than them because everybody's hymn line is different. Everybody's hymn line is different. And in fact, in fact, we know it's different because, in fact, 
It is our uniqueness and individuality that determines our hymn line. Remember, a hymn line is customized. Keep in mind, our hymn line is customized to our unique height. So it's customized to our uniqueness. Keep it in mind that it is our individuality that determines our hymn line. I want I'm gonna drop that right there and let that sit for a minute. It is our individuality that determines our hymn line. What I'm trying to say, guys, is this. Hey, I see guys coming in. Welcome. Come on in. Come on in and thank you for joining. Uh, thank you for joining the show, guys. What I'm saying about that is this. Don't hate on anybody, not even yourself. Don't hate on yourself because your personality makes you a different individual than someone else. Yeah, a lot of times we have situations where we don't like ourselves because our hymn line looks differently than someone else's. It can look different than someone we admire or someone we admire to be because our hymn line looks differently. Don't hate on yourself because your hymn line looks differently than someone. Don't hate on yourself because their hymn line may be longer or shorter than yours. Don't get mad because they don't need as much spread as you do. Don't hate on yourself because your personality makes you a different individual than someone else. Because what your individuality is capable of, someone else's is not. For example, guys, listen, here's a for example. For example, if you were six foot three, they would not give you a hemline that matches someone who is five foot six. It wouldn't work for you. And this is what happens to many of us. They call it imposter syndrome, where we try to look like, act like, talk like, be like someone else. Just because we admire them doesn't mean we have to be a fake copy of them. You are who you are as an individual. You didn't survive birth and childhood diseases to repeat somebody else. You didn't survive what you went through just to become someone else. You survived what you went through in your life as an individual to become who you were meant to become. It's okay to admire them. But baby, you got to be yourself. So don't hate on yourself because your individuality makes you a different individual than someone else. It wouldn't work for you if you're five foot six and they gave you a headline for a person who was six foot three. It wouldn't work for you. And this is what happens to so many. We see someone else's hemline and we try to wear it for ourselves. We try to put it on us. They wear, green, they wear green every Wednesday, so we try to wear green every Wednesday. They get their hair cut a certain way, we get it styled a certain way. 
if that's what you want to do, fine, but don't do it just because, baby, wear your own hymn line. But you can, listen, so when we see someone else's hymn line, we try to wear it ourselves, but you can only wear your hymn line. If your hymn line is short, make it work for you. If it's Paul, make it work for you. Whoever you are as an individual, make it work for you. Yeah, make it work for you. Because I want to share a real quick short story. I know I'm in the middle of it. I want to share this real quick short story. Guys, um, this is a story a lot of us probably have heard of. If you have not, I'm going to introduce it to you. But this is a story, guys, I, I got to share about individuality and not trying to wear someone else's hymn line. Okay, so here's a story, right? There's this guy in this story whose name is David. His name is David, and he was getting ready to fight this other guy named Goliath, right? He's going to fight this other guy named Goliath. It's, it's a story, guys. Take it in. And whether you ever read the Bible or read the Bible or not, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to introduce your faith because your faith is your faith. I'm trying to give you guys this story, okay? So this guy named David, right? And he's getting ready to fight this guy called Goliath. And whether you read the Bible or not, most of us are familiar with the story of David versus Goliath, you know, facing down impossible odds and stuff like that, all the stuff like that. So David's king, and I guess if we were to put it in everyday terms, David's boss or his supervisor offered him a promotion. He offered him a promotion, but he had to wear his king or his supervisor's armor. He had to act like his supervisor, act like somebody else, act like another individual. He had to lose his individuality. He had to lose his identity for the promotion. And and listen, and up to this point, David had never worn this man's armor. He had only been true to himself. He had not acted like anybody else. He had not acted like the folks down the street. He only been in his own skin, his own clothes. He had never worn his supervisor's armor. And up to this point, David had never worn this man's armor. So David gave back the armor. And he told his supervisor, told his king, told his boss, this isn't cut for me. So David kept on what he wore to the party. Oh, I'm going to leave that alone. I could go somewhere with that one. So David kept on what he wore to the party. David gave back the armor. He did not turn down the opportunity. <laughs> yeah, he gave back the armor, but he did not turn down the opportunity. Don't quit an opportunity just because the armor doesn't fit. Oh, yeah, don't quit an opportunity. They won't like me, but don't quit that opportunity. Well, what will they think of me? Don't quit your opportunity. I'm not sure if I could do it or not. Don't quit your opportunity because the armor doesn't fit. Listen, 
You may not look like them. You may not sound like them, but don't quit your opportunity. David may not have been trained as a soldier, and you may not have had all the training you need, but don't quit on yourself because of it. Sometimes you got to wear what you wore to the party if that's what you came with. Sometimes you got to let, let it work with what you got, but don't quit on your opportunity. David wasn't trained as a soldier in somebody's army. He didn't go through formal corporate training. They didn't have a Zoom meeting and said, hey, yo, hey, we're going to do this training over here on how to handle this opportunity. It's not like David missed the Zoom meeting. If there was a Zoom meeting, he didn't even know one was taking place. He didn't even know what one was going on. He didn't get the email. He did not get the alert. His phone didn't go off with the notification. He didn't even get the memo. But don't quit on your opportunity because the armor doesn't fit. You may not have all the training you need, but don't quit on yourself because of it. You may not have finished school, but don't quit on yourself because of it. It was, it, listen, it was his individuality that left his name in the history books. Listen, not very many things are remembered about him, but that's one thing that most people remember because of it was his individuality that left his name in the history books. At least he tried on the armor. We can't become too afraid to try something different. Yeah, we can't become too afraid to try something different just because it looks differently than anyone else in your family has ever tried, than anyone else that you know has ever tried, just because it looks differently than anything anyone else has ever said anything about, doesn't mean it won't fit who you are. And if it doesn't fit, wear what you wore to the party. So let's not be afraid to add something to our individuality because later on this guy david wears armor he gets some armor so let's not be too afraid to add something to our individuality whether it's new skills or new trade or maybe a new way of processing information if it's reading a book whatever it looks like on you wear it wear it whatever it looks like on you wear it and so back to the story uh, about grandmother. Back to that story. Back to that story. So the story within the story. Back to that story. So it wasn't really until later in life that I could appreciate the lesson of the moment from my grandmother when she said to me that you won't always stay this high. It wasn't later, until later in life where I could appreciate that lesson from that moment from my grandmother, and I began to think from that, as I did, I began to think that things in life can be a lot like the hymn 
in a pair of pants. Although the pants to him have the potential to be longer, it is the him in those pants that will keep us coming up short. And we'll stand there wondering when can we let the him out? It's not that we're trying to be better than anyone else. It's not that we're trying to, that we think we deserve everything in the world. It's not that we think that the world revolves around us. We just want to let the him out. So we're not coming up short. We just, I just want to be able to do everything I can. I, I just want to be a better father, a better mother, a better person, a better individual. And I know there are some things that got me all hemmed up. I know there are some things that are holding me up. It's not that I'm trying to be this way. I just want to let the him out. And people will look at us and they'll look and they think, well, you just want to do that. No, I just want to let the him out. All I've been wanting to do was let the him out. If I could do that, I just want to let the him out. I thought about that hymn, I thought about that hymn in my pants each time I went outside to play. Yeah, each time I went outside to play, I thought about that hymn that was in my pants. Or each time I rode my bike. Now, I knew my grandmother could sew really well. I've seen her do it before. I watched her sew things. I watched her make quilts handmade quilts. So I knew my grandmother could sew well. But I also saw my sister. <laughs> I also saw how my sister attempted to sew her pants. Carolyn. I had a sister named Carolyn. I saw her try to sew the hem in her pants. So I watched her try to sew the hem in her pants and it didn't go so well. It didn't work out so well for her. The hymn came down, and man, it wasn't pretty at all. It, it, the whole hymn came down. She Listen, and she was trying to have straight legs, and now there were bell bottoms bagging all of her shoes. She was tripping. She couldn't walk. She couldn't run. She, the hymn had fallen out, and that's how it is. When the hymn comes out, ordinary things that you're trying to do, you just can't get them done because the hymn has fallen. I, I, I'm not going to go on that point. But it wasn't pretty. It, it wasn't pretty. But what it did teach me this. What I realized was this. This, this, is, this is what I realized when I saw the hymn come out of my sister's pants. What I realized was this. Anytime a hymn had been placed in a pair of pants. The hem was held together by thread. Yeah, let me put back up the picture. Let me put back up the picture that I had. Anytime a hem 
have been placed in a pair of pants. As you can see, they put a using thread to hem up these pants. Anytime a hem had been placed in a pair of pants, the hem was held together by the thread. And it was only as strong as the sewing and the thread that was used. And like my sister's pants, sometimes it can look like that we're hanging on by a thread. Yeah, we're hanging on by a thread. And some things are just stitched together. Yeah, yeah. Look at this. The hem is just stitched together. Right now, there may be things in our lives they may not look like. They may not appear to be what we expected them to be at this point in our lives. And they are just stitched together. Yeah, yeah. So, so I didn't want to be in the middle of riding my bike and my pants get caught in the chain. All because my hymn fell out. Yeah, in the middle of something and your hymn fell out. Have you ever been in the middle of something and your hymn fell out? Everybody saw that things were just stitched together. You tried to pretend you were happy, but they found out that your happiness was just stitched together. You tried to act like everything was good, but it was just stitched together. Because I didn't want to be in the middle of riding my bike and my hymn fell out because I understood that it was hanging on by a thread. A lot of us are hanging on right now financially, emotionally, relationally. Mentally, we're hanging on by a thread. We're in transition from one place in our life to another place. And we're hanging on by a thread. We're hanging on. Listen, so I couldn't even enjoy riding my bike. Like I said, my mind was on the hymn that was in my pants. I couldn't even enjoy riding my bike. Because I was too busy thinking about the hymn in my pants. So I had to learn. All the other kids were playing. Everybody else outside was enjoying themselves. The bike riding going on. We're having fun. We're laughing. But I couldn't completely enjoy myself because my mind was on my hymn. So I had to learn to keep my mind off my him so I could enjoy myself. So I had to learn to keep my mind off my him. And what I told myself was this. This is what I told myself. So if it falls, let it fall. If it falls, it will fall while I was riding my bike. If it falls, it will fall while I'm enjoying myself. 
if it falls, if it fall while I'm laughing, I'm not going to allow my him to stop me from enjoying my life. I'm not going to allow my him to stop me from enjoying myself. If it falls, let it fall. And that's how some things in life can be. We can become so focused on avoiding making mistakes that we can miss the moment that we are in. When was the last time that you enjoyed the moment that you were in and you didn't think about what someone else thought of you? You didn't think about what they wrote about you on social media. You enjoyed the moment. You didn't think about the last mistake you made 15 years ago. You didn't think about the last bad decision you made 20 years ago or six years ago or five minutes ago. If it falls, let it fall while you're enjoying yourself. If it falls, let it fall while you're watching your favorite movie, spending time with your loved ones. If it falls, let it fall. You know that I am, gosh, you know that I am a big believer in positive confession. Sometimes, some things, you just have to say it to yourself. You have to say it out loud, say it in the mirror. But say this, if it falls, let it fall. I'm not going to let anything else Hold me back from enjoying. If it falls, let it fall. Don't miss your moments because of it. Because sooner or later, the moments we miss become the memories that we forget. Or or we get to the other extreme or we become so busy trying to make sure we don't repeat someone else's problems that we can't enjoy our moments of success. I was so busy trying to make sure I didn't look like my sister when her hemline fell. I can enjoy the success I had after riding the bike with my friends. And our minds aren't on what we do. Our minds become stuck on what we do bad. And our minds become stuck on what we don't or what we aren't good at as opposed to thinking about the things that we are good at. But we don't want to be thinking that way. So we can't enjoy the pants because we're thinking about the him. So overthinking is a kind of a him. We might have the opportunity to try something different but we overthink it. We can get the opportunity to put ourselves out there after a disappointment and 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 setbacks. But we 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 overthink it. Overthinking is like worrying. And and a, a, a writer named William R. Inge wrote this about overthinking and worrying. Worry is interest paid on trouble before it is due. When we get to worry. It's interest paid on trouble 
before it is due. So overthinking will act like, listen, overthinking will act just like a hem in a pair of pants. It will hold us up. It will, overthinking will hold us up. It will not allow us to extend to our full length. We can never see who we really are if we overthink everything. We even overthink what we have for lunch. Will it be fish or will it be chicken? Will it be fried or will it be baked? Leave the skin on or take the skin off? Should I put it in a air fryer or cook it in the oven? I mean, should I do it this way or should it that way? Or should I live? I mean, and what should have been decided in 30 minutes have now taken over 30 years of our life to decide something. And so like the him and a pair of pants, we are held up. We get held up. And I learned something from my grandmother that day. I learned something from my grandmother that day. One of the things that I learned is as long as we live, leave the him in our pants, it will frustrate what we see. You have to understand a him acts like a kind of frustration because the pants are really longer than the him indicate. Yeah, the pants are really longer than what the him is telling you. So the him frustrates the full length of the pants. The him frustrates the full length. And as long as we leave the him in the pants, it will frustrate what we see. We think we see one thing, and it's something totally different. But I also learned you can always outgrow the him. Yeah, you can always outgrow the him. It was the his same blue pants that, listen, it was the same blue pants that she put a him in that I eventually outgrew. Yeah. In other words, some things may never change. Some people may never change, but you, we can outgrow it. The companies that we work for may never change some policies, but we can outgrow the frustration because for what it's worth, frustration is just another him. The expectation that others have placed on our lives they've been trying that we've been trying to fulfill we may not be able to change them but we can outgrow them so frustration can be a him then there came a time when my grandmother told me there was no more him to let out in those blue pants because I had reached the end of the hymn line. I had reached the end of the hymn. Yeah, because I had reached the end. And maybe, maybe if you're listening to this or watching, maybe if you're listening to this, you're saying to yourself that you have reached the end of your hymn. I'm not sure what has been your hymn. I'm not sure what 
has held you up. I'm not sure what was holding you back from your full potential, from being your full self, from being your fully who you are, discovering who you really can be, not the frustrated you, not the intimidated you, not the scared you. I'm not sure what has been your him, but it's time to let the him out. Whatever said you couldn't was a him. Whatever said it would never happen for you was a him. Whatever said you're too old or you too young was a him. It doesn't matter if you had to be a single parent. It's irrelevant if you're if you struggled through school. It was a him. Listen, it was hemming you up all this time, but this is the last time you will allow overthinking and frustration to hold you up. This is the last time you allow anything to hold you up and that you are ready to stretch to your full potential. Whatever has been your him, let it out. You reached the him, the end of your him. Let it out. It's the last time you come up short. It's the last time something holds you back, holds you up, because this is the time to let out your him. Guys, it's about to Tell me something good with the Catholic team. Don't forget to tune in right here each Thursday to our time, 6 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Eastern, to listen to the show. And you can stream your favorite episodes on your favorite streaming platform, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Pandora, and so many others. Thanks for tuning in, and as always, and partying, if you're going to tell me something, then tell me something good. I'm out of here. I gotta go. Peace. Oh, yeah. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts 
to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20.